How do you go from writing songs to writing songs for film and TV? What's it like to write all the songs for a movie that hasn't been fully written yet? We've got some interesting discussions ahead with songwriter and screenwriter Melissa Sheridan. We'll talk about the art of collaboration and some really cool movies she's been working on. But first, can I ask you a favor? Would you please follow this podcast right now on your podcast player so you don't miss an episode? And if you think others would be interested in listening, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That will really help us get off to a strong start with this new podcast. This is the Faith and Family Filmmakers Podcast, helping filmmakers who share a Christian worldview stay in touch, informed, and inspired. Quiet on set. Rolling. Your hosts, Jeffrey and Jacqueline Witt. Welcome to the Faith and Family Filmmakers Podcast. We're happy to be back and excited to have you with us today. We've got a great conversation ahead with Melissa Sheridan. Melissa Sheridan, wife, mom of two. Melissa has worked in ministry for 13 plus years. She is currently the communications director for Nashville Youth for Christ. Melissa's writing career originated in a love for songwriting. She has had songs featured in multiple television shows like 19 Kids and Counting, Pure Flix's Saved by Grace, and feature films like Freddie, Max Winslow, and The House of Secrets, and most recently wrote the soundtrack for God's Country Song. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. It's a Pure Flix original. Over the past four years, her love for screenwriting and music have collided. She has written multiple screenplays with her co-writer, Amy Torig. These scripts have gone on to win a handful of film festivals, and most recently, she filmed a proof of concept for her Christmas movie musical, which has also been doing well in festivals. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to see you again. Yes, very good to see you guys. So we met in Florida at the Beyond Entertainment Film Festival, and I was super excited to meet you because you kind of have my dream job. Both of us, we're musicians, and Jeff has actually done a little bit of music and film. And so I love that you were premiering the concept film for, I want you to tell us about that in a second, but it's a musical, and I have always dreamt of writing a musical, and I have an idea for one. I'm working on it. I was so excited to get to know you and spend time with you, but tell us a little bit about that project. Yeah. So back to Christmas, it was actually the first feature I ever wrote. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. We filmed a proof of concept for that film this last summer, and that was our first time moving from page to screen. So super scary, but also so much fun to see those characters that you dream up on paper come to life. And the songs, there's 13 original songs in that Christmas musical, and I wrote all of them. Riding around in my minivan with my kids. (laughs) You can hear them in the background on the voice memos. But we recorded all of it down here in our studio. Awesome. Okay, so let's back up. Tell us, how did you get started? Okay. If I'm going to start from like the beginning, my second grade teacher, Mrs. McNaughton, told my mom that I was going to be a writer someday. I loved writing little poems and short stories and ideas. And I loved creating in that way. And I started putting more music to those ideas in middle school. I think it was in high school, I picked up a guitar and just playing those four chords, trying to make up songs. And that's really where my 
my passion for music grew, but it's also, I've always loved movies. Like I've always loved movies as a latchkey kid. I would let myself in the house, watch movies until my parents came home. (laughs) But I never really thought that I could, it, it never really was in my brain that I could write movies or write songs for movies. That was never a thing that happened until some relationships that I developed along the way. I was writing music here in Nashville where they needed a song for a movie. And I was like, I might have something, you know? So that's kind of how it started for me. I've always loved that creative process of writing. And it's just developed over the years into my love for also screenwriting. That's exciting. And I know from talking with you, your husband is also a musician. He's a producer. How did that happen? I mean, it's a perfect match. But how did did that come about? (laughs) So we met at a small school in Kentucky. So smaller than my high school. I had like over a thousand in my high school. This was like 700 kids in this college. And it was Kentucky Christian University. And we met there. And he transferred to Belmont University. I was still working a job in Florida after I graduated from Kentucky Christian University and just moved because I knew that he was my person. And so I moved to Nashville. We collaborate a lot. A lot of the music that I do, he does all of the production on it. And so it's fun to be in a relationship with someone, but also to get each other creatively in that way. So I'm excited and happy that we get to share in that part of our creative journey. That's exciting. I'm curious, do you, like when you do your songs, like to write them, do you actually, do you play the instrument or just sing and then he does all of the music? How does that work out when you're writing? Yeah, so it looks different depending on, I hear it all in my head. Music, melody, lyric kind of comes together all at once. Most of the time I write a cappella, like in the car, in a voice memo, and then I will sit down with the guitar later and figure out where it's at, and then we'll go from there. That sounds a lot like my process when I was writing. Cool. I could hear it all in my head, even if I couldn't play it, and just figure out a way to communicate it into a guitar because I wasn't an accomplished guitarist, but I could hear all the chords and I could figure them out enough to make a demo. And uh, that was all I needed to do. (laughs) Yeah. Enough to be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had an idea and then, you know, he went to produce it and his vision was entirely different? Sure. (laughs) I mean, all the time. I think this is why we work so well together. And we really had to learn how to work well together. It's a learned thing because he would call me a wow person and he's the how person. So I, big ideas, I hear things, but he's the more, let's ask questions. Let's figure out, is this the best thing for this scene? Is this the best way to communicate this song? And so, yeah, most of the time, his ideas are great and better. <laughs> so we just we, we just go with that. There's sometimes then that I'll fight back on something, but most of the time, if he hears something differently, it's probably better. Wow. Well, that's amazing that you guys have worked that out. When I have my own vision for things, 
there are certain times where I click with collaborations and it's it's amazing and it works really well. And then other times it's like, I can't even figure out what the other person's trying to do. And so then it's a clash, not necessarily our personalities, but just we can't catch each other's vision. We just can't get it. And so it makes it really hard to collaborate in that sense. So that's awesome that you guys have that ability to collaborate and, and work together on that stuff. Do you collaborate with other people as well? I used to a lot more. When I first moved to Nashville, it was a lot of writing country music, collaborating in the room with other songwriters, co-writing, where you're sharing ideas. The great part about that, it's not like a screenplay where you spend six months on a script. You spend a couple hours and you come out with a song and it's on your phone. It's kind of exciting. <laughs> I have thousands of those on my phone that have never seen the light of day. Wow. It's just part of the creative process. I think last year, my husband wrote over 300 songs, and I think four of them made it onto radio. It's kind of like that same thing that you deal with screenwriting is you create, you write, you network, and you just keep going. So what you're saying is it's a bit of a numbers game. Right? <laughs> you got to write 300 to get four made. <laughs> it's a numbers game, but it's it's an alignment game with God. My husband traveled on the road for 10 years. Um, as a musician, he's been writing music for the past four years. This is a new world for him. He's learning and growing in his craft every day. I think it's about having that learner attitude. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You mm -hmm. want to be in a room with people that are better than you and they're going to stretch you and bring out the best in you. It's about surrounding yourself you know, first in, in faith and making sure that you're in alignment, but also just being surrounded by people that are passionate, but are better people that you might strive to want to be like. It just makes you a better writer all the way around. That applies to so many things in life, not just, uh, you know, your art form, but um, like anything, you know, people that are yeah. better at something than you are, that's a good person to learn from, whether it's character traits. Somebody who's generous, if I spend time around them, I'm going to start to learn what generosity looks like and how to approach it. So yeah, I, yeah. I love that. So I'm curious, how important is collaborating? Because as a musician, especially for a musician who wants to work in the film industry, how important is working with other people? It's really important. And I'm not great at it. I would say that I am uh, a little rough around the edges when it comes to uh, ideas. I can be like a steamroller in a room because I get excited and I will write a whole song. <laughs> I used to be that person in the room that would yeah. just be like, what's Melissa doing? Okay, she's over there on her phone. She's really going. And then all of a sudden I have a song. But what I've learned over the years is, did I take the time to really sit and hear? Because did that song get cut? No, it didn't get cut because I didn't sit there and listen to the artist and what she wanted to say. I'm just saying stuff that I think would be good. If you're working with an artist in the room, it's about leaning into what they think their voice is and what they want to say and getting the best song for that. So, yeah, you learn that as you go. But if you're in the room with writers, you know, you have that freedom and more room to like dream up fun ideas and go with the best idea in the room. Okay, so for your most recent film, um, which I'll get you to talk about in a second, 
Did you collaborate that way? Like, did you collaborate with a screenwriter or did you collaborate with other writers or did you just run with it? How did that work? Okay, so you're talking about God's Country song that I wrote the music for. Okay, so with that one, I was approached with the script, but they only had about 20 pages of the script, so it wasn't done. Wow, not even near done. (laughs) Not even near done. Yeah, not even near done. So I already saw where the movie should go. Like, I could see all of it happening. So I wrote the last song before they even gave me any more script. This is your ending. This is where it needs to go. <laughs> so I wrote that one at the end for his song. And then I went back and wrote the, the two beginning songs by myself. There is something to be said about creating on your own. So I don't want to knock people that just create mm-hmm. on their own. But collaboration is fun, too. So I think do both. If you can do both, do both. Those 13 songs are um, a mesh of both. I think I wrote six by myself, but the other ones I collaborated with people. And yeah, I went into the room with a vision. So it's like, okay, this is going to be uh, a country line dance song. And I kind of already had the idea of how I wanted it to go. Those ones, I don't feel as bad going into the room being like, this is what we're going to write because it's for something very specific. Whereas if I was in a room with an artist, I need to sit back a little bit more and listen and lean in to maybe some ideas that they have as well. That's available on PureFlix, right? Yes. It was number one on PureFlix for a while. I mean, that's great. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, I was really proud uh, of that movie and the, the performance that Justin did in that movie. He did so good with the songs. I mean, he learned that part so quick and learned the music so quick. He's an incredible musician. He has his own music, too. So it was fun to work with him. He came here to the studio and uh, got to record. So it was a lot of fun to work with him. Hey, everyone. This is Dan with the Christian Worldview Film Festival. The festival this year is March 11th through 15th at Sherwood Church in Albany, Georgia. We have over 35 sessions scheduled on topics like screenwriting, lighting, AI, and post-production from speakers like Alex and Stephen Kendrick, Bruce Marciano, Jacqueline Witt, and many more. Go to cwvff.com for more information and for tickets. Wow, that sounds so cool. I'm curious, like, okay, working with a screenwriter, especially since the script wasn't even near finished yet, do you think that your music influenced any of the screenwriting itself? Yeah, it definitely did, which is fine. Your end goal with any of this stuff is for there to be a really good product at the end. We all want the same things. We want it to be great. I don't want to write 12 songs for a movie that no one's going to see. Right. Being the man, that's part of the script now. That song built that part of the script. And so, yeah, I'm sure it inspired some of the the dialogue that was in there. Um, But it, it was a lot of fun for me. I used to think deadlines would scare me, but I really enjoyed having only a certain amount of time to do it. It's kind of fun. At the last minute, they needed one more song and he wanted it to be his own song because it was a cameo. Someone that was in the film wanted to sing, you know, a song that was just written for him. I wrote that one in like 20 minutes. Wow. They were like, we need another song. And I was like, I got it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to ask uh, some questions that listeners may be wondering if they're songwriters, musicians, I, I think it's very likely if they haven't already begun writing for film, 
They're probably wondering what's the best route to go. I'm going to start by asking, is it important to be in Nashville? You're in Nashville. It's no doubt a great place for a songwriter. How significant is it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that it might be important to be in Nashville if you want to be a country artist and write with people that have publishing deals and are getting songs on the radio. I would say then, yes, maybe it is good to either plan trips to come to Nashville to write with those people or move here to do it. But as far as like creating songs for film or screenwriting, I don't think that you should limit yourself where you're writing those things. I think there's opportunities for those things outside of living in a certain state. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that those opportunities can come to you in any state. What does one do to help those opportunities come to you? Yeah. It's easy to even be skilled at what you do and, and still not have in your grasp how to move forward or how to find those opportunities. Yeah, I would say I definitely lean more towards the introvert side of things. I think they call it like ambivert, someone that can be in the middle of both. But I, I'm definitely not an extrovert. Mm -hmm. And I think it can sometimes be hard to build those relationships, but it really is about relationships. It's mm -hmm. about, I think that quote is who you know, but my husband, he likes to reverse it and say, it's really who knows you. When those opportunities come up where someone is like, I need a song or I really need a short script or maybe a commercial, they're going to film a commercial and they need a, a videographer. They know because they've met you somewhere, they can, I know a guy, I know a girl mm -hmm. because I met them at Beyond Film Festival. We met at a film festival. We met at that one. I That's think right. those are a great opportunity to network and build relationships with people doing different things. I'm a part of the Tennessee Screenwriters Association here in Tennessee. I'm sure there's other ones in different states too. That's a great way to connect with filmmakers that are, you know, the indie ground level and are trying to get their foot in the door and make films. I think that's a great opportunity to say, hey, I write music. Uh, could I take a stab at one of those scenes for you or write the end credit song if you kind of give me some ideas on what it's about? I think those are great opportunities. I would also say the 48-hour film festivals are a great opportunity to take a stab at trying something and getting, you know, challenging yourself musically or just writing. I think those are great opportunities to get to know people that are doing what you're trying to do. So it's networking. Yes, it's networking. Before we finish up this portion of our interview, I'd like to invite you to go deeper with us in our discussion with Melissa Sheridan in part two, our exclusive members episode. Melissa talks about her struggle with Lyme disease and an autoimmune disorder and PTSD, and how all of this has impacted her life and her work. She's also a mother, a caregiver for her mother, and she has a day job. How does she do it all and still manage to work on and create these beautiful projects? There's a story here that you don't want to miss. You can hear Melissa's exclusive member episode and continue receiving these exclusive episodes going forward by becoming a supporting member. You can do that at faffpodcast.com slash support. That's faffpodcast.com slash support. You can also go there if you'd like to make a one-time donation. And I guess if you're not in an area where you know filmmakers, it means being willing to travel to events. 
you mentioned an association, but there's yeah. also film clubs. But if mm -hmm. you're if you're not near one of those, then the film festivals are very, very important. Yeah. And there's screenwriting Facebook groups where yeah. you can network, build community with people and also get really good advice mm -hmm. and ideas. Mm -hmm. There's some really great screenwriters in there that are well accomplished. So you'll have to link them with that. I know you're part of that group, but there's mm -hmm. some really good Facebook groups out there. Screenwriting and filmmakers groups. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. When we get into the members portion of this interview, we're going to be talking about how you manage your life because we didn't really get into it this time, <laughs> like sure. right now, but you are also a mother, a caregiver for your mother. You support your husband with his career. You build your own career. And so what we want to get into in the members portion is how you manage your time and also how you manage and, and process through working with your brain the way it works, working with your body the way it works, and all of those things that allow you to do all of the amazing things that you do. So for sure. our members, we will see you there and we'll get into that. But do you have any last words for our listeners here right now? Don't let fear unwrite the stories that you have inside of yourself. I think for the longest time, I let fear keep me in a prison of getting out there and really doing those things that God had already placed inside of me to do. So I would leave you with that. Awesome. And we'll put all of the links and everything in the show notes, but is there anywhere sure. specific that you would lead people to either see your work or to contact you or anything like that? Sure. You can link Facebook and Instagram. I'm usually on there and I can connect with anybody. I'm more than happy to chat and to offer advice or connect with people online. Perfect. That's really great, Melissa, and, and generous. Thank you. We will put those links in the show notes. Yeah. And thank you so much for talking with us today. Good to see you again. Yeah, great to see you guys. Thank you. Take care. Okay, take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Faith and Family Filmmakers Podcast. If you would like email reminders about newly released episodes and more, please sign up at faffpodcast.com slash email. That's faffpodcast.com slash email. Bringing filmmakers together for faith and family. That's a wrap. <laughs>